It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's all over in Sacktown, and what a thrilling finish. Uh, the Kings beat. The Lakers, 132-127. to 127. Light the beam. Sacramento with a much win on the heels of that disappointing opener on Friday night against the Golden State Warriors. And once again, Sacramento led by De'Aaron Fox, who poured in 37 points. The key to this game, assist to turnovers for Sacramento. 30 assists, only 10 turnovers. That is going to win you a lot of basketball. Light the beam, everybody. The Kings beat LeBron, AD, and the Lakers 132-127. to You are watching the postgame show. Ryan and Sacktown in just a moment. This is If You Don't Like That. Three, two, one, go. Sacramento missed you. Carter. Stolen by Williams. Look at this. Oh, you don't like that. You don't like NBA basketball. Fox. Goodbye. Oh, if you don't like that, you don't like NBA basketball. The exclamation point from Pierre Fox. Oh, if you don't like that, you don't like NBA basketball. Boy, that's an ESPN highlight right there. Whoa. Carlson comes in. How about this? Holy moly, Jim Bob Bowley. That is a major league smudge. Yeah. Holy moly, Jim Bob Bowley. Rhino, how are you, buddy? Doing great, Napes. Kings win. Beam is lit. The beam is lit. You know, it was 113 to 106 in regulation with a minute 36 left. And the Kings got outscored 9-2. to two, And I'm like, uh-oh, they're in trouble in overtime. But uh, no Sabonis who fouled out with three minutes left in regulation. This is a gutty win for the Kings. Yeah, it's gritty across the board for the Kings. And exactly what the doctor ordered after that loss to Golden State. So big win for the crew. Happy for Mike Brown. And I'm really happy for Kevin Herter. Yes. Boy, that three at the end has got to really help his confidence, Rhino. Absolutely. And I love that Mike Brown stuck with Kevin Herter tonight. And it really showed Kevin was way more involved in the game, whether it didn't show up on the uh, score sheet or not. So good to see him back for a night. Let's see if he can follow up the performance on Tuesday. There yeah, was. I mean, I think I talked about this in the last game. You know, Mike Brown knows what Kevin Herter can do. He also knows that in order for the Kings to be where they want to be, Kevin Herter is going to have to be a part of it. And I think that's why he is showing confidence in him because he's seen it before. And let's see if this that big shot will really 
we'll see. We're going to find out on Wednesday night against the Warriors. Exactly right. We will find out on Wednesday night, but good for tonight and good for a Kings win. All right. Where would the Kings be without the Aaron Fox? Oh, my. Oh, well, we might find out, <laughs> depending on how that ankle is on Wednesday. But uh, they, De'Aaron's just doing it across the board, Grant. He's doing it efficiently, and he's doing things he wasn't doing last season. Eight assists yeah. tonight, which I absolutely love to see. Yeah, and I got, we did see him roll the ankle, so we'll see. You know, I mean, um, he's gutty. Uh, he's got a couple days off, and uh, we'll see. it. Anita, good to have you here on the stream today. She says such a gritty win. Love the way, and yeah, you know, you had uh, yeah. Sabonis foul out with three minutes left. I thought the bench really played well in this game, Ryan. And you know, Mike Brown needed the bench tonight, and they came through. I think Malik Monk, you know, some huge shots in overtime towards the end of regulation. Sasha Vizankov, you know, we can go right on down the list. Defense by Mitchell and Duarte. I like what I saw. Yeah, and they didn't back down. That's what I really like to see, too. They were really physical. Vizankov coming off the bench and really showing he's not a rookie. He's really not. And he gave Mike Brown the minutes he needed. Yeah. Very calm, poised. Love to see it. You think uh, Keegan Murray's getting the message from Mike Brown? Shoot the ball when you're open? Yeah, if you didn't, we might have to uh, just put it on a big billboard here in Sacramento and figure out where Keegan lives so it's at every turn. But, yeah, shoot the ball, Keegs. He had a good look at the end of regulation, didn't he, for the oh, win? Oh, he did. He absolutely did. Harrison had a really nice look to ice it, too, in overtime. But you know what? Those will fall, Grant. It's good for Keegan just to get that experience taking that shot because if De'Aaron continues to play this way, he's going to see a heck of a lot more of those throughout the season. Yeah, again, 132 to 127. So happy to have you here on the postgame show, Grant and Rhino. And the Kings 2-1, and one, they – uh, split their first two home games, and now they take on the Warriors in San Francisco on Wednesday. Hello in Serbia. We got people around the world watching. Uh, Keegan positioned himself bad on that last shot. You know, I'll, I'll go back and look at it again. When you mean he positioned himself bad, what are you referring to? I, I didn't. I didn't. That didn't come to my mind when I watched it. it did it? Did it to you, Ryan? No, it looked pretty clean to me. It looked exactly as they drew it up. All right. Well, uh, again, we appreciate the uh, comments and keep them coming. And again, we'll wait on Fox and the, the ankle. But it, uh, again, he's playing at an elite level. I don't know what else to say. It says Fox, what a performance. Can't wait uh, for Lyles to come back. And the depth is awesome. I would agree with you. The depth on this team is very good. And we've been talking about that for a long time. You want to talk about death? Sabonis only took eight shots tonight, Grant. That That is a low number for Sabonis. So other people doing it other ways. Good to see. What about the distance on Keegan Murray's three at the end of the game? Was Did you think it was too far out? He was two or three steps behind the line. But for today's NBA, that's about normal. I mean, that's a yeah. good look to win the game. Yeah, again, Bottom line is the Kings won in overtime. You know, maybe had they lost in overtime, maybe we would be analyzing that final shot a little bit more. But I, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Well, hey, Grant, I'd you know, pose, I really don't. I'd pose this question to you. Would you rather have a completely wide open look two or three steps behind the line or a contested three right on the line? Well, you know, I think uh, this post says it best. All right. Uh, Keegan's shot was fine. He just missed it. It happens. Sp Bingo. Bingo. That's the way I look at it, right? Well said. Yeah. Well said. All right. Well, again, the Kings, uh, this would have been a really, really difficult game to swallow with the Warriors up next on Wednesday night. 
this is a huge early season win for this basketball team. They had to win one on their home court and it makes it all the better that it's somebody in the Pacific division. So, you know, the Kings, they're going to have tough games. They bounce back and that's the most important thing. Now it needs to carry over to Golden State on Wednesday. All right. I'm looking at some of the numbers. Sea dog wants to chime in, you know, about the free throw shooting. And that has been uh, an issue here early in the season. It's got to get better. All right. Uh, you could make the argument. It really cost them against the Warriors. And you've got to make your free throws. That's got to be an area they've got to get better at, Ryan. Yeah, they do. And to the Kings, not to bail them out here, but they've had low free throw attempts the first couple games. So the misses kind of stick out a little bit more. But Malik Monk did knock down the big two that we needed to win the game. Yeah, and that is key. But, you know, you look at the uh, total numbers right at uh, 70%, 17 of 24. So, yep, you know, again. Got to get better. Yeah, got to get better. You know, got to get better. And with the Warriors coming up on Wednesday, you know, that that is going to be an uh, opportunity. All right. Serbia chiming in that uh, Monk uh, felt the moment. So when Fox went out, uh, he had the game in his hands. He did very good. And and listen, Malik Monk has shown Kings fans uh, since arriving a year ago that he's he's fine for those moments. He, he looks like he looks forward to those moments. He savors them. And most of the time he knocks them down. Always nice to see the Laker fans leave the arena pissed off, huh? Oh, it's the best, names. It's the best. So, <laughs> Especially when the tags are still hanging out of their jerseys. That's always fun. <laughs> uh, all right, the bench is starting to be consistent. Uh, we get showing signs of life. Yeah, I thought the bench in this game was big in the win. I, I, I love what I saw from the bench. Yeah, and you're going to you're going to see more of that consistency as that rotation solidifies. Mike Brown's still been playing a little bit. Sasha's minutes have been a bit inconsistent. I think tonight was the right number and look for that going forward. Hey folks, if you have any uh, plumbing needs or repairs, make sure you uh, check out New Works Plumbing. They've got a fix for you. Just go to sacservplumbing.com or you can call them New Works Plumbing. And again, they're available 24/7. For all of your plumbing needs and repairs, just go to sackserviceplumbing.com. Uh, Anything in this game that concerns you other than Fox and rolling his ankle? And again, we have no idea, but anything else concern you about this contest? Uh, one thing that concerned me was the Kings were out of position a lot of times on offense. And when I say out of position, a lot of times getting caught in the air. And when you're not getting caught in the air and not knowing where to go with the ball, and when you're a team like that, with the way they want to play, they want to get the shot off before, you know, 10, 14 seconds left in the shot clock. And when the Kings get down to four, five, six seconds, that becomes a problem. They were scrambling a lot. So I'd like to see that cleaned up. One thing I really love was the first quarter on the heels of what happened on Friday night. That was a bad loss against the Warriors. I thought the Kings took a step back and they came out in this first quarter and scored 41 points. I, I love that in this team. I, that You needed a good start in this game and you got a good start. You got a good start and they, they were consistent for the most part the entire game and credit to the Golden One Center fans. They were rocking the entire game and they brought it and picked up the team when they needed it as well. Yeah, the fans were uh, tremendous in this game. You know, it's the Kings and the Lakers. You can say all you want about the playoff series last year, but Whenever the Lakers and the Kings hook up, at least from Sacramento's perspective, it's the big game of the year. It is indeed. Yeah, it's always been that way until we get another rival like the Lakers. 
All right. Uh, thoughts on Sasha Vizankov is the question. Cool, so far, calm. so good. Yeah, yep. cool, calm, composed, um, knows yep. where he should be on the floor. So, And surprisingly okay on defense. That was the concern coming into the season, right, Grant? Yeah, and I, I'll say this. The things that I worried about with Sasha had nothing to do whether he would be ready for the moment. You can't play professional basketball for as long as he has at the level that he has with the accolades that he's received and get flustered because you're in the NBA. I, I wasn't concerned about that at all. I didn't think the moment would be too big for him. I just thought adapting to the way this game is played, and I thought his lack of athleticism might hurt him a little bit. But through the first three games, I haven't seen that at all. I think he's fit in very nicely and clearly will be part of this rotation this season. Yes, clearly will be. And uh, that was it was fun to see LeBron try to back him down. And he stood his ground. And that was nice to see for Sasha and the team. They got everybody fired up. Yeah, and you know, again, this is a really good uh, point by Alberto. Sasha is 28 years old. And yeah. he's behaving like one. He's not your traditional 19-year-old rookie. That's exactly right. I made this point, I think, a yep. show or two ago, that you have to remember that he is not your typical rookie. He's a vet who's played years of professional basketball. Big difference. Huge difference. Huge difference. What about the third quarter? You and I talked about this with Jerry Reynolds at halftime. And again, it was not a good yeah. third quarter for Sacramento. I just think they came out slow. I mean, they let the Lakers get going. They gave them some open looks. Rory Hachimura got a couple threes going for the Lakers. And, and that's what happens. You give the Lakers extra possessions. You slack off. You kind of lag off on defense. You know, that that's going to affect the team. And then also just a little bit choppy on the offensive end as well, missing shots. All right. Uh, from Belgrade, remember one month ago, Grant, when uh, you talk about the uh, Belgrade burgers, I told you Sasha's game is going to rock step by step. Yeah, you did. So far, you're spot on, man. Spot on. Absolutely. And glad to have you on the stream. And wherever else you may be watching in the U.S. and from abroad, we're so happy to have you here. If you have not yet subscribed to the channel, please hit the subscribe button. That way you will be aware of whenever we do shows. Just hit the subscribe button. Also, please give us a thumbs up, like the content, uh, and we would greatly appreciate that. The Kings win in overtime. Like the beam. And they are now two and one. Yes, indeed. And move into another big game, Grant. And good to get that monkey off your back to have that first home win. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know what? It's been a while to watch these post-game shows. Uh, watching from uh, PH, which I'm not really sure where that means. PH, or does that mean the Philippines? Or is it somewhere mm -hmm. else? But hey, this is our third post-game show. We'll be uh, coming with you, uh, coming to you on Wednesday night. But wherever you're watching, Happy that you are. Did I get, I don't know where that from, you know, I, I don't know. I, he'd have to, I don't, I'm not familiar with the abbreviation of that. Are you? No, maybe he's watching from the pool. Good pH level. Nice temperature. <laughs> he's watching from the pool. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, wherever you're watching, we're happy to have you. How's that sound? Oh yes. Uh, Philippines. See, I guess right. Didn't there I? you go. See? Yeah. That's okay. It's a, We are now educated that that's what uh, that stands for, PH Philippines. And I guessed it right, by the way, so I'm proud you of did. myself. You did. Yeah. Hey, next time, if you just put an airport abbreviation, yes. Nate will know exactly what it is. Yeah. <laughs> put an uh, airport <laughs> abbreviation. Now, there are some 
that are very challenging that make you know so anyway there is. all right that's right what did what about the play of harrison barnes after the first game he was quiet in this game wasn't he he was but grant i'm starting to wonder if the way this team set up and the way that the offense is set up are we just going to have a couple guys that are going to be quiet each game and that's all right yeah I, i here's the thing with harrison he knows where he fits he knows his role and he's bought into his role. And there yeah. are going to be nights like you saw where he's feeling it. He is a a big part of this puzzle. And his piece of this puzzle fits perfectly. Like it just snaps right in. It's yeah. he, he gets it. And the Kings are very fortunate to have him. Yeah, absolutely. And I think he's paying dividends already coming back here and uh, running it back with the rest of the guys. Hey, don't forget about going to Bennett's. They have three locations in the Sacramento area. Bennett's West Side Grill is phenomenal. It's their newest location at the Blue Oaks Town Center. Just go to Bennett'sRestaurants.com, and you can make a reservation. You can check out the menu. Don't forget about the weekend brunch, the weekend prime rib, 60 different types of wine available by the glass. Again, get the Bennett's West Side Grill. That is their newest location at the Blue Oaks Town Center in Rockland. Grant? And Ryan in Sacktown here on a very happy post-game show. The beam is lit. And next up, the Golden State Warriors on Wednesday. All right, so let's talk a little bit more about this bounce back by Keegan. As Dog says, love the bounce back from Keegan when he hit a three after he passed one on a previous possession. And you were telling me, I wasn't even aware of this, that he was getting ready to come out of the game, right? Yeah, Mike was, Mike Brown was in his ear a little bit in the first half, and then right to start the second half, passed up another open three, and he was going to get the hook, but he came right back down, did exactly what coach wanted him to do, flushed it, and back to the bench, Sasha. So it's part of learning, and that's what I like about Mike Brown. He does that from the top down with the guys, and you know what? He sent Sasha back, and Keegan learned on the job. Yeah, love all the messages. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, keep them coming. Here's one, Grant. What is something to learn from this game to carry over to the next game? I think you learn something from every game, and it's all part of the growth of of a team. So I think when you lose, you learn a lot. I think when you win, as long as you are taking your job seriously and watch the video and pay attention in the film sessions, uh, I think you learn a lot. I think I don't like the way the Kings played the last 90 seconds of regulation. That that bothers me. You're up 113 to 106 with a minute 36 left, and you end up going overtime on your home floor. You have to learn from that. You got to be better than that. You can't allow a 9-2 run at the end of regulation. And with and then Sabonis fouls out with three minutes left. Yeah. And yeah, the Kings held on and won an overtime, and that's great. But that was not a good final 90 seconds of regulation. You gotta you gotta learn from that. Yeah, you have to learn from that. And I would say that they have to be able to adapt adapt and realize that they can't just sit behind the three-point line. And if their pace is not working, they've got to win games a different way. Yeah. Tonight, they had 56 points in the paint and only seven fast break points. Usually, those things are the opposite. So you got to do it different ways and know you can do it. What's your take on Chris Duarte after three games? I, I think he's a very good serviceable backup point guard, backup too. I think he brings an element of toughness to this team that it didn't have. I mean, kind of a little bit of a Davion mindset. 
And I, I think he can do a little bit of everything. Shoot a three once in a while. He can get to the rim and um, he can run the break when needed. Yeah. Somebody said it was also 90 seconds of calls that benefited the Lakers. Um, you, 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 that's a mindset that, okay, you, you can't have that mindset if you are the Kings. All right. You can't look at the final 90 seconds and, you know, talk about the officiating. Okay. You just can't. So I'm, I'm not going there. All right. Those 90 seconds going, oh, gee, you know, uh, it's the official's fault. No, you got to do a better job. Okay. You you cannot allow a team to go on a 9-2 run. And that that's the issue that I have. But again, they they learn. Well, I say they learn. They, they were able to maintain their focus and get the right. job done in overtime. The Kings did not trail in the overtime. And I think that's important. That's a great point, Grant. It's an awesome point. And I think you got to remember Sabonis fouled out and Fox had a sprained ankle. Okay. So, you know, that's a very difficult situation that most times, Grant, if I said that's going to happen down the stretch, we're going to be saying the Kings are probably going to lose. You'd always have to be worried about uh, anything to do with the legs, the ankles, the feet of Fox, because that's how he makes his living. All right. And so you just have to hope that he's going to be okay to go on Wednesday because let's face it. I mean, no disrespect to anyone else on the team. If the Kings don't have De'Aaron Fox, they're going to have trouble winning games this year. Plain and simple. They're going to have trouble winning if he's not on the floor. I don't care who you're playing. Grant, they can't effectively play the style of basketball that they want to play in the style they are best at without De'Aaron Fox on the floor. Absolutely. All right. What about LeBron James? Um, What did you think about him? This is the 20th anniversary of his first game, which was in Sacramento. And here's one, uh, I believe this is uh, our fan from Italy. LeBron looks less explosive, but look at the stats, incredible. Well, he got to be less explosive. I mean, think about it, you know? I mean, think about all the basketball. Think of the attrition. Think of his age. What he's doing at this age, to me, is still truly remarkable. Tom Brady-ish in the NBA. Incredible with the minutes he's played. I I think LeBron's taking a step back to a degree, but please do not fool that fool or get that fooled with what LeBron can still do on the court. You know, and when he needs to step in and get a basket for this team or facilitate, he typically does. All right. Dre says uh, De'Aaron Fox is averaging 31 points per game this year so far. Yeah, I'd say that's pretty good. But I would also, you know what that tells me? Here's what that tells me. That's fine and dandy, but that's not a number that I want every game. And that, the, the, I want to see other Why? guys contribute, okay? Like, like, like we saw in game one from Harrison Barnes, okay? Now, I'm not saying I expect Harrison yeah. to score 33, but I don't want this Kings team to be all about De'Aaron Fox. I think it's great that you have him. But you definitely are going to have to have some help. And that's why I think Kevin Herter's shot at the in the overtime, that big shot, hopefully that will carry over and take some of that load off Fox. Sure, I see that point, Grant. But couldn't you also argue that this team hasn't been about De'Aaron Fox? I mean, the first couple games, they weren't going or he wasn't getting his shot early. They weren't going to him. So if he comes out every game aggressive like this, we're looking at 40, 45 point games every single night when he's effective and efficient. Well, I thought game two against the uh, Warriors, it was all De'Aaron Fox. You know, tonight he was the man. Game one, he, he I thought, and I said this, I thought the Kings backcourt, I think, what were they, two of 13 combined for yeah. three? Uh, offensively, he and Herder did not have a good game, and yet the Kings scored 130 and blew out the Jazz. So, you know, it's still early. It's going to take, 
I think 20 games uh, for this team to come together where Mike Brown knows exactly what button to push at every single instance of the game. I think right now with Duarte and Sasha, who were not a part of the team last year, there's and JaVale McGee. I think it's still, you know, he's still searching and still trying to find the right chemistry and when to put this player on with that player. I mean, it's still, it's still an ongoing process, I believe right now. So Grant, I know you always say usually a 25 game sample size. That's what you like to see in the NBA. 20 games. But yeah. 20 games. Okay. But when you run it back like they did, and I know you mentioned the new names in the in the building now, shouldn't it be a little bit quicker than that at that point? It should be, and it might be, but it's not only about the Kings, it's about all the other teams in the West. So when I make that comment, it's not just solely on Sacramento. I'm not sure how the Maverick, hey, I'm not so right. sure how the Clippers are going to be. I want to see uh, all the other teams. I'm saying that is because that will give me a better idea of where I see the Kings fitting in when we get towards the final 30 games in terms of the standings. So it's not just 20 games on the Kings. It's 20 games on the entire Western Conference. So then mm. I personally, it may be different for you. It may be different for the other individuals yeah. on the screen. I've got a better idea of where to slot the Kings in the West. Right now, I have no idea. Yeah, no, great point. That makes all the sense in the world. And again, we're three games in. It's early. We've yeah. seen a lot and we've seen some to worry about, but big win tonight. I mean, I look at Minnesota. I think they're going to be city finally lost a game after winning two games yeah. on the road. They lost to Denver. All right. Now had one against Denver. That would right. So Oklahoma City mm -hmm. is better this year, but they're not Denver ready. Okay. So mm -hmm. we'll learn more about these teams as we move on. I think the only thing that I would be willing to say with all certainty through three games is the Blazers are not in the mix. Okay. Yes. So we're there. We're good on that. We're good on that. I yep. personally, I think San Antonio's not in the mix. All right, that's just after looking at them for a couple of games, they're not in the mix. But everyone else, I'm looking at, I'm like, okay, you know. Uh, and I'll tell you, I think Memphis has got some real problems now without Stephen Adams, and that that to me is um, that they're not going to recover from that. Yeah, I disagree with you. Short of them, you know, making a big trade and going to get Towns or somebody like that, it's going to be tough for them. But, you know, there are some surprising teams. You mentioned San Antonio. I know you're not in on them, but Houston's been playing close games, right? And yep. they haven't looked yep. terrible. Utah, we saw them the first game of the season. And then the last team, I would say, the one that I was out on even to begin the season, the Clippers, uh, you know, yep. they're, they've started out okay. We'll see. You know, again, with the Clippers, though, it's all about health. Uh, they've got yeah. a lot of attrition with their main guys. So uh, we'll see. Sacramento, they're they're a youthful team. You know, they don't have age where they have yeah. to worry about all of that. That's a real plus. You just have to hope that Fox's ankle's okay. Absolutely. You said the words right there, partner. Yeah. Um, all right. So happy to have you here again. If you are joining us for the first time, please subscribe. That way you'll know when our content is uh, coming to you. and. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Hit that like button. Ryan will have the pregame show on Wednesday, 30 minutes before the Kings and the Warriors. And then we'll be on at halftime and then the postgame show as well. If you missed the halftime show today, when we're done with this, do yourself a favor. Yeah. Go to go back and watch Jerry Reynolds. Uh, <laughs> he was in rare form today. You know, actually, I take that back. Jerry was just typical Jerry today. How's that sound? All right. Uh, he's a beauty. He is such a beauty. Is he a I, 
He's a great. We'll give you a little teaser. I hope he has a safe trip back to Tahoe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I hope he has a safe trip back to Tahoe as well. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. There's only there will never, ever, 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 ever be another Jerry Reynolds, right? No, there will not. (laughs) Never again. All right, Vash says uh, that they did a nice job on Anthony Davis. What are your yeah. thoughts on that? Yeah, I thought they did a really good I job on they're... Anthony Davis. Yeah, yep. Sabonis played him well. Obviously, the foul trouble, not surprising. Uh, could Mike Brown have challenged that last play? Maybe. Um, but good job. Good job by the Team, team beat LA. Let's go Grant Ryan. That's what we're here for. Yes, indeed. So uh, yep. we're getting a lot of questions. Grant, who would you start a point guard? Fox on Wednesday or Duarte you know I know you're asking a question without knowing if it were me I would start Duarte that's just me Mm. but but let's hope that's not the case what what direction would you go I would go Monk and because the reason I would go Monk is he's got a lot of experience with that group out there. And if you're going to say anybody plays somewhat like De'Aaron Fox, it's going to be Monk and keep the starting unit about as normal as can be. All right. Here's a question for you, Ryan. Uh, How many minutes are you giving uh, Sasha? He said me too, but I'm going to go to you uh, in the game against the Warriors on Wednesday night. Um, I, I would give him probably about 20 minutes. I, yep. I think 18 was about right, but 20. And I think that's, he's proven that he can handle that load easily. In fact, to me, he's proven he could play more than 20 if Mike Brown calls on him. All right. I want to talk to you about Blazona development, Blazona development. And, uh, their new project is currently in Calusa. It is sunrise landing. And if you go to the website, that I've just put up on there, calusasunrise.com. Uh, you can look at their many models available to you, six and all. They're already in the second phase. The first phase is already sold out. No Melarus, no homeowners. Uh, this is a phenomenal community at Sunrise Landing in Calusa. Again, go to calusasunrise.com and you can see all of the models and all of the options available to you and again blazona development with this outstanding project in calusa again folks check it out it is sunrise landing in calusa calusa sunrise.com kings get the win in overtime they beat the lakers they're now two and one and they got a huge road game coming up against the warriors and guess who's back for golden state draymond green Mr. draymond green yeah. <laughs> So you know what that means? There will be at least one technical in the game on Wednesday. Yes, that is right. That is right. Bet the over 0.5 on his tees. So you think about the Warriors beat the Kings pretty handily two nights ago without Draymond. It'll be interesting to see what adjustments Mike Brown has for the game on Wednesday, especially with the uncertainty around De'Aaron Fox right now. Yeah, and De'Aaron shown too. He has been a much better pick and roll defender so far through a couple games this season, and that is the Warriors' bread and butter. So that's going to make a big difference. And you know, Draymond, he said some of the best picks in the league. Yes, this is very true. By the way, at uh, there is no Melarus, there's no homeowners uh, at Sunrise Landing in Calusa. You are absolutely the Kings. Pick, Early in the they're season. picking up your live reads. <laughs> I like they're that. picking you up on your live reads, Nate. I like that. I like that. You I'm know, done. 
I like that. So two and one. I would have taken two and one in the first three games if you had told me that before the season began. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Lakers, Warriors in the first two, sure. Yeah, Peja was at the game tonight. Uh, Vlade, too. Vladi was at the game. Vladi was at the game on Friday night as well. So it's uh, always good to have those guys uh, back in the building. So Wednesday, another dandy. I don't like the fact that the Kings and Warriors are playing so often here at the beginning of yeah. the season. I don't like that at all, but it is what it is, you know? Well, a short travel for the Kings, so that makes it good. But, yeah, it's a little bit of a weird thing. Um, the scheduling's been so weird, Grant, the I last two years. Been. We've been getting a lot of questions about Jordan Ford. You know, right now, here's the reality. You can't play everyone. And Mike Brown's going with the guys that he knows or feels that will be part of the rotation. He's one injury away from getting on the floor. I really believe that. Absolutely. I mean, this injury could affect that. But Jordan Ford's a perfect two-way player uh, for the Kings. And when I say two-way, Stockton and Sacramento – um, so he'll, at some point, I know this, he'll get an opportunity and through the preseason, he showed that he tries to make the most of those. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, don't forget about, uh, Bogey, Bogdan Bogdanovich, mm -hmm. Belgrade, Nemanja Bialica, former King, and so many others from uh, the great country of Serbia. Indeed. You know, uh, the NBA with the way. The games are being called. We hear about it every game. And you and I have not talked about this yet in three games, but I want to bring it up now. I think this is a big, the NBA referees. And the reason why I say mm -hmm. that is I thought last year the officials had a poor season, relatively speaking. It was not a good year, in my opinion, for NBA officials, particularly with missed calls at the end of games. And so I'm hoping and expecting that that level of consistency gets better. It has to be better than what we saw last year. Well, uh, I, I would counter with this question, Grant. How many times in uh, your radio career were you fielding questions about what should the NBA do? Should they put a fourth referee on the feet or fourth ref on the court? Should they give an extra yeah. challenge? You know, like it. Here's what I'll say. It was bad last year. You are right about that. But there's also a bigger eye on the refs because of the element of gambling. There's more people gambling right now than ever before. Yep. And so that that's added pressure for those guys. But at the end of the day, you got to get it right. And I think the NBA could be a lot friendlier on review rules and, you know, getting it right. Uh, a little bit more like the NFL. Yeah. Gambling has uh, had a huge impact on leagues being more transparent right now. And I think the NBA was in the forefront of doing that. There's no question whenever there is a incorrect call at the end of a game, particularly that raises the, yes. the, the, the temperature in the room because of gambling. So I'm, I'm with that. And we also have to understand there is no such thing as perfection when it comes no. to officiating. All right. There's no there's no such thing as really uh, perfection in sports with the occasional perfect game thrown by a pitcher. But you can't expect perfection from officials. But what you can expect are to get the obvious calls correct and the marginal calls at the end of games correct that affect the outcome of the game 
we asked you, Ryan, that the incorrect call or no call at the end of games last year affected the standings. That you can't have. No, you can't. It, it bit the Kings two times early in the season amidst that four or 0 and 4 start. So uh, it, it's something that's always going to be a topic of conversation. And the one thing that I would say is you want to talk about transparency. You kind of referenced it. The NBA does the two minute report that lists every call, whether it was good or bad. Yep. Um, at the end of the or after each game the following day, I, I think they could make speaking of the NBA that a little bit easier to consume because unless you're a basketball enthusiast or an analyst, that can be a little bit confusing. All right, Wednesday is the next game, game four, and don't forget we'll have the pregame time, we'll have the postgame as well. It is the Kings and the Warriors on Wednesday. Rhino, we're looking forward to that. Uh, just a reminder, tomorrow at 3 o'clock, right here on If You Don't Like That, Sean Salisbury will join me. We'll talk NFL, and if you're a Niners fan, we will Ooh. get into that. What the hell has happened to that team? I mean, Ooh. brutal. They got destroyed today by the Bengals. That's tomorrow at 3 o'clock right here on If You Don't Like That. Good job today, buddy, and I look forward to doing it again on Wednesday with you. Thanks, Napes. Have a great night. All right, good stuff from Ryan. And again, if you missed uh, halftime, Check it out. Jerry Reynolds. We had a lot of fun with Jerry. Always fun being with you. Really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Uh, like the beam. The Kings win. They win in overtime against the L.A. Lakers. You don't like NBA basketball. Oh, boy. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday, everybody, and have a great week. We'll talk to you Wednesday. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.